For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everyone, welcome back. Uh, talking to uh, Cameron Cole again today. Um, talking about his book, Therefore I Have Hope. And yesterday, Cameron, uh, we talked a little bit about some of the truths that you discuss in your book. And so uh, what, what I would like to ask you today is just what, what are the three ways you would encourage parents, you know, as well as youth workers uh, to prepare both themselves and their children uh, for suffering? Uh, because we know we live in a fallen world. Um, there is pain and there is affliction you know, everywhere. And so there's no way we can avoid it. It's only a matter of time before we're experiencing some form of affliction. So what are those maybe three ways, could be more, uh, that you would encourage parents and youth workers uh, to prepare themselves and their children for suffering? And I know this is something you kind of referenced a couple of days ago, but what would you have for us? Yeah. Okay. So great question. And I really, you know, I think part of my story and part of what's behind in the book, therefore have hope is this, um, is a sense of gratitude. I feel like God really prepared me uh, to have hope and to survive after my son died. Uh, and so I think about this a lot. And so uh, three things I would, I would say. First, I think we need to be uh, really honest with kids about uh, just realistic expectations of the Christian life. Uh, I think a lot of times we can sell kids, or at least kids can hear because I'm a Christian, nothing bad is going to happen to me and life's going to be more comfortable and it's going to be a lot easier. When in reality, Jesus is super honest about how hard life is for the believer. Uh, and he says, in this life, you'll have trial and tribulation. And um, he's not pulling punches. And honestly, John, if you look at a lot of the books of the New Testament in particular, so many of them are ministering to and speaking to people who are suffering and, you know, helping them. It's giving them direction and theological guidance um, in, in how to persevere. Um, and so, you know, the, the first thing I would say is, you know, kids need a narrative of, of existence that is really honest about suffering and how difficult life is going to be um, so that kids aren't, you know, aren't shocked uh, <laughs> when it happens. I think you talk about going from O-crud to no-crud. <laughs> AA, they, they see it in a different way in AA, but <laughs> AA maxim is basically, you know, um, you know, when you, when kids are kind of have been told that life is going to be hard and that they're going to be tragedies and difficulties and that God doesn't insulate that them from that, you know, when it happens, it's not an oh crud, they're so stunned and so disillusioned and disenchanted with God, but no crud. Yeah. I've been told this is going to happen. That's one thing. Um, a second thing, I think it's really important for kids to have a, a well-grounded biblical apologetic for why they believe in Jesus. Uh, you know, the the first thing I said after Cam died, as I said, you know, a, a few days ago in this podcast, was uh, that you know Jesus rose from the dead, uh, and that means that God is good. And so, you know, for me, I, I kind of build my personal apologetic about why I believe and follow Jesus based on the resurrection. 
you know, I kind of know that that validates in effect all the claims that Jesus makes that he's God, that he's the Messiah, that they're true. Um, and it, you know, validates that the whole biblical narrative is true and uh, all the promises of the gospel are true. And so, and, 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 I, and on top of that, I have a, um, I have and had, and I write about this and therefore I have hope, you know, off the top of my head, a good explanation for why I believe the re- resurrection is true. And so, you know, I think a lot of times we think of apologetics as purely like winning an argument with the, you know, kids can think of it as winning their argument with their friend who takes debate and loves to read all the neo-atheism uh, <laughs> drivel that's on the internet. <laughs> and, um, and no, it's not, it's not just for winning arguments or it's not just being prepared for college philosophy class. Like it's, it's also so that when you encounter tragedy, you have intellectual tools to help you remember, Oh yeah, God's good. Oh yeah. God's with me. Oh yeah. God has purposes in what's going on. Um, and then, you know, last thing, John, I think I would say is, and I don't mean this in a way where we're either voyeurs or where we're taking advantage of other people's misery, but um, I, you know, I work in an environment where my kids are suburban and they're insulated from a lot of life's problems. And so I think this part of the value of mercy ministry and doing relational ministry of the poor is actually really helpful um, because, you know, having kids be involved and, in, and mission trips and service opportunities where they are actually hearing the stories of people who ha- who are suffering mightily, whether, you know, in, whether that's in poverty or they're victims of injustice or they struggle with addiction. And, you know, it's a way that kids, you know, in a way that dignifies and honors poor people or people who are oppressed um, where they can kind of enter into suffering and they can start to process it before it becomes their own suffering, if that makes sense. So I think that's part of why, part of I mean, that's that's one one way that God uses the poor and oppressed to you know to minister to younger people uh, through their stories. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and really, I mean, there's so much. Like you said, many of our students can be insulated um, from so much, you know, pain and suffering, and and really. It, can confront us uh, just that, that we often make an idol um, out of out of comfort uh, that we often you know seek comfort and we know that that ultimately you know we were created for a life of perfection you know in the garden and so as sin came into this this earth um, you know we interact with sin and when we, when we interact with brokenness or see brokenness it rubs up against that you know creational good that we were you know created for i mean sin and suffering all of that is is foreign to us and so that can um definitely i mean that can be a, an understandable way in which we recoil from that but the importance like you said of of entering into brokenness um of being in you know people's lives and and like you said not from a voyeuristic uh, point of view um but but yeah moving towards it moving towards those who suffer i think is is helpful and then just like you said that the honesty about the christian life that that i think that that is crucial um because there's so much and we know I mean, the prosperity gospel is is so prominent, and we we actually said this on um, this very podcast not too long ago. That sometimes in our circles we can just kind of roll our eyes at the prosperity gospel, and we know it's it's false. It's a false gospel, um, but there are millions and millions who who buy into that false gospel. Um, and so, you know, we've got to be you know pushing back on that uh, with our students and educating them 
that, you know, where the prosperity gospel gets right is that, you know, they're talking about promises that will one day be realized, but trying to, you know, have those on this, this earth. But while you follow Christ, we can definitely expect suffering um, to take place. Um, so again, very helpful. Uh, Cameron, anything else you want to add as we close this out? No, I mean, well, I think I will say one thing is, yeah, we want to prepare kids. We want to prepare ourselves. But I think one thing I'd say is true in my story is that God, God was the one preparing me. You know, there was no one had a master plan for me. Um, uh, you know, in terms of preparing me to suffer, but God sure did, you know, and I can look back at, gosh, I can look back, honestly, at breakups, you know, in college and in high school, <laughs> you know, they seem so trivial and we can really marginalize that kind of stuff in kids' lives. It's like, sure. you know, kind of pull our eyes about, please, you know, wait till, wait till you get in the real world. But man, that stuff was instrumental. Like God used that to prepare me for um, my son's death. And, uh, and, and so we too should, you know, honor the pain and the disappointments of kids, even if it seems silly and childish to us at the time. Um, and we kind of look back and like, oh gosh, you know, how could I ever have gotten so upset about that? But it's real. It's real. And, and that, and that's, it's something that God used to prepare me. So, um, I, I would, I would really uh, encourage people to, to, you know, trust, trust in the Lord as the one who ultimately is going to prepare us. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's very good, Cameron. I'm really glad you're, you're bringing that up because we can, uh, just, you know, Tell students to shake it off. Oh, it's no big deal. Um, you know, if you think that's suffering, that's nothing compared to this. But to see that, you know, especially as they're, you know, if this is a middle school student you're talking to or a high schooler, um, you know, as they still are, are young and processing this hurt, that's real hurt to them at this season and time um, in their life. And so encouraging us to be uh, sensitive to them in the midst of that. I think that's some very uh, good advice, very helpful um, perspective. So thanks again, Cameron. Um, tomorrow we will be closing out our conversation with uh, Cameron and, and looking at how this tragedy has changed his perspective in parenting. So be sure and tune in more tomorrow. Thanks again, Cameron. Thank you, John. Looking forward to it.